Well, hello there, and thanks for tuning in again. Uh, like I said, we're back, baby, with another episode. So we have two names that should look familiar because they've been on before, but we weren't the best of friends with them, and uh, the potential of the uh, podcast wasn't quite there. Obviously, amazing hour, but this one, hold on to your fucking horses. Um, been friends with these guys for a little over, uh, I think, two years now, and wanted to have them on because we knew the uh, potential of the podcast. We're just hanging out, eating food, and talking shit. So, uh, without further ado, please welcome, as you already may know, Luke Allen and Eric Rocha. <laughs> I know I'd go from rags to riches If you would only say you care And though my pocket may be empty I'd be a millionaire Wait, don't hit record yet. I'm kidding. Well, hello you? there. Yeah, baby. Well, hello again. <laughs> Luke loves the, uh, that was an unintentional kind of trademark. I know. I always cut it. Just like Rob Banks says, well, it's a good time to cut, so we're going to cut. That's how we ended every episode. It wasn't, I think it's a good time to stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's, very Rob, it's a very Rob Banks way to end it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Eric, why don't you uh, describe to uh, the audience the kind of smorgasbord we have right now? Oh, we got a lot of good stuff. We got some homemade bread. Uh, it, they say it's Italian, but I, I don't fucking know. He he probably bought some like weird Guinea flake. I don't know. No, it's sourdough. Um, and we got <laughs> gabagool. That's always a, a fucking winner. And then we've got uh, so, is that salami or what is that? Soprasad. Gazuntite. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bunch of shit that ends in vowels. That's all you need to know. Just like my mother used to make. Oh, my, oh, my. Yeah, no bullion's in here. Oh, Because <laughs> <laughs> only, only like a quarter of our audience will get it. Yeah. Yeah. Can we and I want to be friends with all of them. Yeah, exactly. Mostly kidding. Thank you very much for uh, this episode. Of well, this is my favorite podcast. This is my favorite local podcast. Glad, glad to be on it again. <laughs> I missed it. April 6th is the last episode. You guys left me fucking hanging. A knife in my heart. <clears throat> well, granted, you know, it was me. I was, I was a little nervous about having people over, to be honest. Pussy. I, uh, it, it got to me. They got to me. Yeah. Mainstream media, it got to me. They'll do it. Well, it's a 24-hour, 24-fucking-seven propaganda machine, so I, I, I can't. It even gets me sometimes. I get confused myself. <laughs> and he named all of his daughters Marie. Was it Peter? No, Paul. <laughs> I get confused myself. You're like fucking Robin Williams in Aladdin. <laughs> I wish way? you were Robin Williams you any, right now. <laughs> you got any coke? All right, so we were talking about uh, the Dalia thing. Chris Should Dalia. Should we the jam? Yeah. Should we... Uh, ah, shit. I feel like rap music started playing. Of Eric goes, would you pass the jam? <laughs> Can you pass the salt? They're preserved. Batman. I've never been on this podcast. <laughs> it's not true. We talked about gay sex and pissing on guys for hours. Oh, boy. No, we were doing a Batman reference. He's like, can you pass the salt? Remember, there's a point in the dinner where he goes, uh, I've never been in this room. He <laughs> said, I've never been in this podcast. <laughs> Batman. 
Fat We're man. old. Me. The uh, good one. Tim Burton one. The yeah. original. Remember our, our Buca de Beppo trip after the yeah. uh, our first podcast? Senores. Senores. How about some uh, garlic bread to start off this fantastic festival? <laughs> like festival. Celebration. Celebration. Yeah. That's what you said? Every fucking thing that he presented was conveniently right by his dick. Yeah. <laughs> what do you like, boys? Do you like these boys? Senores, do we want some sangria to start the celebration? Uh, sure. Could you, could you get your cock off it? That's the worst part about, like, when you have to piss on an airplane. Especially, like, I'm, like, the exact height where I walk down the aisle, and my fucking... I always wear shorts. I never... I, ladies, I free ball it. I never wear boxer shorts, right? And I walk, so my, my dick is, a, is like perfect face level for everyone sitting on the plane. And I always have like a dribble. And I know I'm walking on the thing. And there's a couple, there's like, I can just feel the droplets going as I walk because I didn't shake it enough. And like, I'm walking by and it's just like my dick and like two little pee pee spots just like going right past their face. And everyone just, it's like just a walk of shame. It's embarrassing because sometimes he forgets to put his dick away and he hits everybody in the fucking row. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's then, so fucking then, big. As he walks by, he goes, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Yeah. And the, the stewardess is like, you're going to have to check that, sir. It's a little too big. It's like I want you to sit in the emergency exit row because if the guy can't pull it open, we can use that thing to pry the fucking door open. <laughs> yeah, just plain crazy. <laughs> uh, it's a pilot episode, isn't it? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Luke Allen, Luke Allen. We're, do, yeah. we're just winging it Let here, everybody. It. Let him hear it. We're just winging it. I can't believe you free ball. You fucking. Animal. I do. I can't because my my pants are in a weird size. Where like. They fit just right if I don't have if I put boxers or something on they, they it, it's tight and it fucking rides up on me all day and I can't stand it. That makes no sense. That makes zero sense. It does make sense. It's less comfortable with it on. They don't fit right. I used to be able to wear like baggier. I was more like a thirty eight and I was fatter and I could I had more fucking space in between. You were in gym shorts or boxers underneath your jeans. I used to wear boxers. But now I wear nothing. I'd wear Bo- boxer boxers briefs. or boxer briefs. I should look into those. It's oh, been a yeah. long time. Because I, I dribble. I, I've always had that my whole life. Got to go with the boxer briefs. I hang it up and there's always a little droop droop left. No, that's me how I know. But you wear boxers to sleep. No, I'm naked. I'm naked when I sleep. Put any clothes on. No. When Lady, we, settle down. When we hung out, you were you wore boxers. Oh, yeah. Well, there's two fucking other guys in the room. Yeah, he's got company. Yeah. No. It's no. poor Joey Wrench. Don't lean and pick. You just lean. Pat and I are sharing a microphone. He's yeah, leaning and picking the microphone up. Well, it's because very... it's naturally pointed towards you more so than me. No, it's, it's, it's literally in the middle. A little in the middle. <laughs> I was just going to say a little in the middle, but you got much back. That's what I call Vinny's dick. Oops. It's a little in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> it's average. <laughs> 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 Listen, I've had two unsolicited comments on my cock in my fucking piping days. No, right? That must be similar to unsolicited. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? You unsolicited. <laughs> <laughs> I was having a stroke. Your mouth so full of cunty juice, you can't talk right. <laughs> I asked you a question. Used to used to work piping, and people were like, I "Noticed your cock in your pants." It was the pipe fitters union. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when I was my single days, when I was fitting pipe. Oh, okay. I From guys or girls? Girls. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. There's fucking gay guys out there. I'm gonna see your package and be like, "Yo, what's up?" He's not talking about actual pipe. Yeah, I mean, like he's talking sex. about his cock. Oh, I thought literally you meant. Oh, okay. I took that literally. Come on, Luke's God a working almighty. man. Okay. Jesus. God, Jesus. You give me the fucking doing a podcast. My grandma over yeah. here. I know. Why oh. are they talking about pipes? What's it, fisting? Uh. He hit another home run. No, it's a replay, Grandma. Like a rabbi, a priest, and a banker walking to a bar. I'm like, really? Which bar? But bukkake <laughs> sauce. What's bukkake? I suck. So De- plays, sorry. <laughs> so, so Delia, what, what do you think of that? So I heard. I'm not a fan. That's and I what was, I heard. I don't want to. S- 
I do want to celebrate. I, I never want to be the guy that's like, well, just because I don't, I, it still sucks that he's going down, even though I don't like it. But it's like, I, I, whatever. I'm like, I'm so pet. We're at war now. I don't care anymore. But like, I heard yesterday from like the, uh, the like the news on a podcast that like already three of the allegations are completely like there's total fucking holes in all their cases. Like in, in every single one of them, like the, the chicks either lied about their age or didn't tell him their age until well into the thing. And as soon as they did, he stopped talking to them. So I was like, this sounds like shit. This sounds like fucking bullshit already. Like, but it's like you're, he's already he, they already he got dropped by all his agencies and shit. Like he's already fucked. Damn, it's too late. Done. Yeah, just like uh, what's his name? That fucking uh, the nerd melt nerd uh, fucking guy. Same thing happened to him, and he was Jeez. totally innocent. No, uh, Chris uh, Hardwick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, it happened to him, and he was totally. They turned out that the chick was completely fucking lying. I didn't do like a deep dive into Dalia, but I saw like a few of like the things that were posted. Yeah. One of them was he asked the girl how old she was, and when she said. That she was 20. He said, oh, okay, good. Yeah. And then, like, the other three that I saw were every all the girls were like, oh, yeah, I, I wasn't underage. I was 19. Well, then you're not, you're not part of this conversation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's fucked up how we automatically just think he's guilty with, with all these allegations. Yeah. I think one of the girls... And like again, if he was even messaging girls that are underage and not doing anything, obviously that's still fucking creepy. Yeah. But... I think one of the girls even said that she always wanted to, like, she's obsessed with being with, with like celebrities and always like wanted to be on TMZ and shit. Yeah. And this is the girl. That yeah, exactly. Is calling him out. The, for and stuff. then the one chick that claims to be this huge victim sent him a text message when she, right when she turned twenty one. She goes, "Hey, I'm twenty one and I'm down to fuck." She sent him that fucking message, and then she's one of the ones that came out later and was like, "Oh, he he like attacked me," and it was when he found out she was too young and he was like, "I, I we can't fuck around if you're sixteen or whatever." And then she hit him up when she was legal, like legal age. It's like, what the fuck is going on with these broads? Yeah, I mean, and, and listen, I'm sure he's kind of he's a douche. Yeah. Like, especially with with women. Yeah. You know, I'm sure he hits on them like an asshole. But that's not what you know. That's not illegal. Yeah. You can stop being a fan of him because he's a douche. Sure, that's fine. Or an air conditioner. Love him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, he stinks. I never liked him. Never thought it was fun. Never got it. His story, his whole life story enrages me. He's not funny. He's not talented. He's not anything. <laughs> his dad's a millionaire and a famous TV producer. He was an, a failed actor turned comic. When acting didn't work, he went to comedy. Which is, listen to his fucking WTF Merit interview. Oh my God, I want to fucking set your hair on fire. But then and his. A, but then how's a guy like that get into the comedy store? Which kind of seems well, to he be... Well, he tells, he tells a story. He's like, he's like, man, and then I found my, my calling. It was comedy. And that became my... This guy never worked a fucking day in his life. Never never had like a McDonald's job. Nothing. He grew up in, in fucking Beverly Hills. His father was a millionaire. He goes, that became my job, man. I went there every single night. Every night I got there at like 8 o'clock. And I was there at 2. And I was like, wow, holy shit. How did you how did you pull that up with no rent? And no, no have, not having to worry about any money or getting up for fucking work in the morning or anything else? That must have been tough, Chris. Holy shit. So he basically just hung out and just like ingratiated himself with people because he's rich and had a fucking a house to bring him back to he also, party. He also and he's like, oh, this guy's all right. Let's start giving him fucking stage time so we can fuck chicks in his hot tub. <laughs> he also wrote a um, a spec script when he was like fucking 19 at NYU. Yeah. And I think it got bought but never made. Yeah. How do you how do you sell a script at 19? They go, oh, look who his dad is. Let's let's buy this. And maybe we'll get in with his fucking father. It's ridiculous. It's like people that work with Frank Stallone. Why do you think they're working with Frank Stallone? Because they want to get the fucking Sylvester <laughs> Stallone. That's why. My dad is a funny Frank Stallone uh, story. So my dad was in a band. He was uh, living in Hollywood and when he was like in his 20s. Rubber band? And um, he uh, he was sitting outside waiting. <laughs> sorry, so sorry. To the moon, Alice. He was sitting outside, and I think Stallone walked Every... by or something, 
and my 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 dad goes, oh yeah, his brother has a uh, as a band, but it's fucking dog shit. They just get audience members because it's you know Sly's brother. Yeah, and and like his brother was right there. I was like, what the fuck you say? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he's like, yeah, let me be frank. All right, and then punch him in the face. Every fucking shit joke you make, that jam gurgles a little bit like Ghostbusters <laughs> I'm truly sorry, Your Honor. Shut up! Yeah. So I don't know. It sounds like um, these stories are all full of holes, but the damage will be done once again. I mean, he won't work for at least a year, right? I hope not. <laughs> can rest easy for a little while. Yeah. Any well, thoughts, Aaron? But it still shouldn't get railroaded. I mean, what I the fuck? I don't, I don't hate the guy for not having to work. I mean, that, that's not my beef with him. It's just, it's just a like a cherry. It's just another yeah, I, fucking I know, brick I in the you, wall. You hated him from. I just never thought he was funny. I thought he was stuck. Go. Yeah, but I think my thing about it is. <laughs> Sorry, bro, that was to Pat. Um, yeah, it, it it is a war right now. It's uh, it's a shitty war, and it's a war nobody wants be- a war. <laughs> we can't do comedy. We'll just shake hands. That'll be it. No, it is. It's a fucking war, and I, I want to say I used to think that we were losing ground. It was scary, but uh, you got guys like Tim Dillon that are Dillon that are doing great things, and um, yeah, I I believe in uh, I believe in our future for comedy. To be honest, I think it's teach them well and let them lead the way. <laughs> I don't know. Me you and know. Russo will get better. <laughs> I think. I think it's one of those things because just you know, we talked about on on my show, but Luke's <laughs> 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 touching my hand off my. I don't know what you're talking about. Me. Um, <laughs> What's the stretching? <laughs> Anyways, uh, you know, yeah. my friend uh, Joey, he yeah. got in trouble and. Uh, what was great was he didn't get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was pretty fucking great because he, you know, it happened twenty years ago. The video came out ten years ago, and I had said too, I I don't like what he said, uh, but he's he's my friend. The thing about it that pissed me off was people were mobbing him for so much other shit. Like you know, okay, you don't like what he said. That's a perfectly legitimate thing, and he even said that too. You you don't like what I said, then. That's fine. That's your truth. And he said, but I, I was the one that came forward with this. It wasn't some fucking witness that said he did this to me. So what annoyed me, though, was once this mob really gets their teeth in, they start fucking adding shit on. Like they were saying, you know, yeah, he how could how could he do this? This is this is absolutely terrible. He's holding women back. He's, you know, and it's just like, OK, 20 years ago that happened. Is he still doing that? Because they dug into his past. I mean, they were calling up chicks that he'd worked with, chicks that he'd been on the road with, and nobody said anything. Yeah. So the, the, I remember, was it Josh Wolf tweeted out, like, listen, that, that story he told was half true. Like, it was the comedy version of that story. Exactly. It was some woman he used to hook up with and do drugs with because yeah, they, they were, were both, both addicts. drug addicts 20 years ago, and he very obviously couldn't get her stage time. And she fucked him anyway. And it was consensual. Yeah. They were addicts. That's the thing. Of it. But yeah. the thing of it that, that pissed me off, like I said, I always go back to this. Um, they started making wild comments because once they taste blood, then they fucking go for 
they go for broke. It's just like okay, they were saying like he was uh, a disgusting human being, and it's it's fucking weird because you don't. I've never had a friend attacked on that kind of a level, and it's just like Joey's not just a guy that gets me stage time. Joey's the guy that called me up when I had fucking gonorrhea, and he was like, "Dog, how you feeling?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, dude, my fucking." I was at my buddy's Halloween party the other night, and I told my friend. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I told my friend. I was like, "Dude, I, I think it's I think it's gonorrhea," and he's like, "You don't have gonorrhea." And the more this is how I know I'm fucked. The more sure Luke is that I don't have something, the more definite <laughs> I fucking I've got it bad. Well, you don't have COVID, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a fingers crossed. So. The fucked up thing, though, is like I said, this is a guy that would call me up and be like, dog, I just heard. I'm like, how the fuck did you hear? I'm like, oh, Luke talked to Lee and Lee told Joey. And it was like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> but this is a guy that, would call, me. Me up, <laughs> that would call me up to check on how my gonorrhea was. He checked on my how my grandma was after her stroke. And uh, when a friend like that gets attacked on a fucking massive level like that, dude, it's... It's the oddest thing ever because you're like, you guys don't even know this motherfucker. And they're saying he's the most despicable person. The shit that the internet says. And then the, the one that got me too was uh, fucking getting hissed at by a rat. Is a feminist <laughs> rat. <laughs> um, the thing that got me was they said he was the worst thing that, uh, he, or he was what was wrong with comedy today. Yeah. And that's when I was like, okay, fuck you. I can, I can say something to that. And I was like, he had me on, and I'm gay, and people gave him shit for that. So if he's so fucking bad for comedy, you know, what exactly is the, the issue here? And then I even saw someone call you out on that, being like, oh, yeah, because he was nice to me. That means he, he didn't do something wrong. Exactly. So, and that, and that, But like I said, though, you can't – and I was going to be like, well, I was addressing he's the worst thing that's happening to comedy today. But I realized you can't fucking – you can't talk to people like that. You, they, you can't talk to a mob – Put the mob down. <laughs> Don't take a hostage until you put the mob down. <coughs> I think with, Please uh, watch Gangs of New York before this podcast. It was, and it's funny because I don't want to mention who it is because I don't want to say names. But I was like, okay, this is a New York sanction. It was a sanctioned New York hit. It was an attempt on my life. Oh, yeah. Eric, why are the windows open? <laughs> um, but exactly. And that was the thing, too, is it, it looked like I was saying, like, uh, well, I'm gay and he helped me. It was like, no, it's because you cocksuckers attacked him on every fucking level imaginable. If you don't believe me, go on Reddit. It's like the shit that gets said on there about somebody. And like I said, I did take it too personal because you, I'm just navigating this shit myself. I did take it too personal. His business but, and he's taking it very personal. <laughs> um, when it's your fucking friend, dude, it, it is. It, and again, I've never had somebody attacked on that massive of a level it was just like fuck I, I can't do like you know it was funny because I went on the Verzies um, Twitter and someone was like the Verzies the Verzies on Netflix this floor is lava and the floor, the floor is lava like the boar yeah. is lava <laughs> I, I almost stole it from you <laughs> well, that's the kind of guy you are Pat <laughs> this is what's funny though, thieves like, like you <laughs> takes for nothing <laughs> <laughs> fucking um you, like, you go on, there's, and there's, like, maybe five or six dozen no, uh, negative comments about him. And 
you can laugh though because it's it's like holy shit like you know it's it's based off their comedy it's based off their act and he made he made air quotes with his fingers when he said comedy everybody <laughs> just want to let you guys know if you're not watching the YouTube stream he's holding a sign right now and says they're all hacks yeah, <laughs> Jesus Eric he was making the jerk off gesture with his hand great. in there this one's great they were like they were like my my soul left my body when I saw them perform and then <laughs> and then I got on Twitter and I was like what I don't what I don't understand is why do they all have to dress the same? They all look the same. And the, <laughs> the cocksucker liked the tweet. And I'm like, you fucking animals don't even know me. You don't know the verses, yet you'll shit on anybody and like whatever I dislike. And I wanted to prove a point that, yeah, you guys will shit on anything. Like, you'll eat whatever meat is already chewed, you fucking yeah. pussies. It's just no no integrity. Like, I just, yeah, he's my friend. He, he said a fucked up thing. It's just like, he's still my fucking friend. Don't, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand up for him. I think what Joey's doing, though, that is right, is the fact that he's really just not giving a shit and posting all the articles saying, like, more blowback from the comic. Because wh- when you, like, when you're picking on your little brother or something, you keep calling him a name and he gets upset. You're like, oh, fuck, this is working. So you keep calling him that name. If your little brother doesn't get upset with the word, you kind of just stop call him because it's not working anymore i think that's kind of the stuff people have to do if it's not that big of a deal it's a weird thing he's rewriting the book on how to handle this oh, shit for sure yeah and i like i've because i kind of stood back god damn like they cannot touch her yeah it's all it's all out there <laughs> yeah he's like they're gonna watch me fuck him. i'm gonna watch him right back <laughs> big yeah. boy you fuck you and watch me cocksucker watch him right back <laughs> you did he nikki and casino him he did though, and you you look at it. It's just like, what what they wanted him. I don't even know what they want. They wanted him taken off the fucking. Uh, there's not much they can do except like deplatform him. That's, that's I was gonna say that they so can't great. even call any comedy clubs and get his show canceled because he isn't. It, no one's fucking doing stand up really right now. It's like, and not that they won't try, but it's just like okay, yeah. And the church family came out. I fucking yeah, yeah they I did. Fucking love him. Every dude. comic came. All I of his love him. Yeah. Yep. Well, I think I think uh, even Pat said this. Um, like, dude, one, it was a story on a podcast, which you know is kind of like slightly punched up or put in a way that's going to be funnier. And, dude, he was doing a bunch of coke yeah. during that time. The and clip so, is 10 years so old, was, and the story is 10 yeah. years even before that. It's like, yep. this is a fucking and, and so Clinton was, she, was president. You know, so it's like, dude, come on. Thanks. Give <laughs> some support. But yeah. Speaking of uh, your... Well, uh, but it was all lies. Uh, all of it. Speaking of your chlamydia story, it was so funny. Gonorrhea. I'm sorry, gonorrhea. I had chlamydia too. <laughs> we were. This was. That was. You and sure when you get one, you get the other. <laughs> that was when we did uh, the podcast together. I went to Buca de Beppo. We're eating, and then I remember you're like, "Hey, um, you mind dropping me off at the train station?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." I remember we we drop you off, and you get out of the car, and I go, "Jesus." Eric's taking a train and he has gonorrhea. <laughs> this poor fucking guy. Uh, he's like just kicking kick the so empty soda can down the road as he walks. Yeah. The, the Hulk, walking away Hulk music playing. Uh, fucking stick with a, a polka dot yeah. thing holding on my clothes. <laughs> what? Which book did you go to? The one in Encino? The one in uh, Universal. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. The one in Encino is where uh, Phil Hartman's wife got drunk and mixed the booze with her meds and went home and shot him. Oh my that was God, that's really? what did it. She, yeah, she went out drinking with. Um, she went out to eat with Andy Dick and some people, and Andy Dick got her to f- drink, and she had some wine. Fucking yeah, she was supposed to not drink because she was all fucked up. She was like um, psychotic, or she was like uh, schizophrenic, or something like that. So she wasn't supposed to mix booze with the medication, and she did, and she went home and blew that motherfucker away. 
Every time I drive by the fucking book, book I think that really, really let, know how to uplift the audience. How's everybody feeling? Yeah, guys, thanks for guys, happy. Pick me up. Do you ever just get hungry when you drive by it, you <laughs> cocksucker? Do they have a picture of? I don't think I've ever eaten there. I don't. <laughs> picture of her hung up on the wall. Oh, yeah, gun with a big like that Ghostbuster thing to her face. <laughs> <laughs> like, do not let her in. It would be shitty like on the anniversary's death if like something was half off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Two yeah. for one. Yeah. Dude, Andy Andy Dick has some fucking stories in this town. Yeah. He's a strange cat. Yeah. Dude, it's funny. I got hit up on a grinder by this twink and then I was looking at his fucking Instagram and he had like three photos and two of them were him sitting on Andy Dick's lap. Just like fucking tongue <laughs> tongue at him and I was like, Ooh, you fucked Andy Dick? Like, no, I'm not going to fuck you. It's, Even Eric draws the line I was going to say, Jesus Christ. Dude, Stop that. Dude, Andy Dick and I had to have a fucking story. What? Really? Oh, my God, yeah. It was so, it was so, I fucked him, dude. No, no, I'm just kidding. But, um, it was, your it hair got, went that color? It got, <laughs> it got really uh, awkward. So, basically, he used to come into the restaurant I worked at, and, um, Somehow or another, we just like warriors, <laughs> <laughs> and we kind of just like started like seeing each other and talking. He's like, "Hey, I'm having this. Uh, I'm having a show at Flappers. If you want to come." And my coworker at the time, um, she, like, I guess like he wanted to plow her. I thought, which he did. I, I guess he just he wow, just, I haven't he, heard that term. He, he just plows everything. So we went to a show. We kind of like get like chummy with him, whatever. We take his fucking uh, quote unquote acting class, which is really just him. Talking about himself in the West Side Comedy Theater for like fucking two hours oh, Jesus. on a Saturday, and then he comes. Wait, you took his actual class? He teaches. A he, class he gave it to me. He's like, he's like, please, I'll just come. Um, it's free. I'd just, go just yeah for the story. So I basically just it, you basically just listen to him for two hours, talk about himself, and you do like a five minute set, and then the class critiques you. That's the whole fucking class. Um, but anyway, so I showed him like one of my videos on YouTube, and he goes. Uh, he comes into work one time. He goes, hey, are you almost off work? And I go, yeah. He goes, well, why don't, why don't you walk with me back to my place, and I'll tell you about what I think of your sketch. And I go, okay. So he's like, you know, the sketch is really good. <laughs> he's rubbing his fucking, the outside <laughs> yeah. of his jeans as he's telling him that. And he goes, um, he goes, uh, he actually gave me some good advice. It was fucking creepy advice, but we were walking by this gas station, and we see this, like, really good-looking surfer dude with, like, a fucking six-pack. And he goes, ooh, look at him. And I go, yeah. And he goes, what do you look like? Do you look like that under your shirt? And I go, I oh, know, I got a little, little, little belly, <laughs> little belly, and he and he grabs my stomach, and he goes, Ooh, yeah, you do. And I go, Stop touching me. <laughs> he goes, He goes, Andy, you're hurting. Me. He goes, You gotta lose that. He goes, You you moved to L. A. to be the best that you can be. This is not the best you can be. I'm like, All right, you fucking asshole. I get it. Yeah. We just met. But anyway, so we're walking, and he like, Leon's getting larger, and he grabs you. <laughs> and he goes. He goes, uh, we see this big black chick. And he goes, um, what would you say? What, what would your mom say if you brought her home? And I go, um, I think she'd be a little confused. I'm not really into big black women. And he goes, what would she say if you brought me home? And I go, she'd be a little more confused. I don't really, <laughs> I don't, I'm not really into guys. He goes, I'm like, Are you, do, you, do you fuck guys? He goes, well, I, I don't really fuck guys all the time. Mainly I just like blow them and stuff or jerk them off. He's like, like for instance, like with you, I would love to jerk you off. Oh, Jesus. And I go, Okay, he's like, but come on in. <laughs> We're at his apartment, and he's like, "You want to go swimming?" And I go, "Absolutely not." <laughs> and we, he like brings me into his room, and like we sit on the couch. He sits on the couch. I sit in the chair across from him, and he goes, "What are you doing over there? Come sit by me." And I go, "Ah, oh, God." <laughs> so I come sit in the couch with him, and 
Dude, I buckled under the this pressure. This is like so Adam Sandler. Well, why are your cheeks so together? Why don't you spread them <laughs> apart a little bit? <laughs> yeah. And then, breathe. thank God he smelled weed. And we go outside. It was like his roommate or whatever smoking weed. And then we were all sitting together. And then I just fucking booked it. Fuck. And I just fucking left. It, it, it was fucking weird, though. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Good story. Good God. Well, I thought it was a lovely story. <laughs> and you told it so, so well. well. <laughs> Such enthusiasm. <laughs> we was <laughs> talking to an addict sexual deviant. We was talking to a rape victim. <laughs> oh, yeah. so that's what I'm say. And then I called my mom. She goes, you're leaving Hollywood. You come back to Jersey. Fucking fuck the people out there. <laughs> you awesome. smell like Andy Dick. Oh, my God. You look like a, you're molested. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my shoes, aren't they great? They got cum all over them. <laughs> <laughs> He's pissed off. Tell his re- eight fucking aprons you wasted on this comeback. You're a real asshole, Henry. You're a real asshole. <laughs> uh, who were you raped by, Pat? Nobody wants to rape me. Are you kidding me? I couldn't get laid for two fucking years. <laughs> I was throwing myself out there. Nobody would take it. <laughs> you had a two year run? <laughs> two oh. year stretch. Whoa. Awesome prison. Yeah. Holy shit. Out here or back home? Here. Oh, it started back home and oh, okay. On. Fuck, followed him. Yeah, and I had the seven month when one fi- when it finally happened. It was uh, some like I was in some Halloween party up in the Hollywood Hills. Um, and my roommate from freshman year of college was here with me, and I just had I was fucking hammered. And I, I happened to stumble into this, this girl who was like just feeling whatever advances I was putting out there. <laughs> For some reason. Because it's not like I've got any, any kind of great moves. Or height. Yeah, or anything. <laughs> <laughs> and for, but for some reason, I was just like, oh, she, this girl would, would fuck me for sure. So I was like, I, I just like had to ditch my roommate. And I banged her out by like the back patio. Grill. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Uh, I thought you were going to say, yeah, we went to her room and shut the door. And behind that door, Andy, Andy Dick. Dick. <laughs> That's what we call well, 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 well. <laughs> Your longest stretch is seven months? Yeah, six, six or seven months, yeah. And I was, well, I mean, yeah, in, in, since I was like 18 or something like that, yeah. Really? And it was, yeah, it was earlier. It was from like Thanksgiving to like, dude, it wasn't until fucking COVID hit. It was like a fucking pussy avalanche. Everyone went. I went to Florida and just no one gives a shit down there. Everybody wants to fuck. I got fucking, it was awesome. I, just, I had like three fucking chicks just on rotation. Not more hot or anything, but I was just fucking like crazy. Well, you're also in a state with regular looking people. Yeah. You're in LA. No, there's a lot of hot chicks down there. Just not, none of them want anything to do with me. <laughs> Eric, what about you? Like seven Apocalypse pussies. I don't want anything to do with him either. <laughs> Get in line. Uh, Make it a double. I mean, it's probably rampant for you, right, Eric? On the apps? Um, You know what? I, why I was late, shall I tell you? Yeah, should I tell we, you? We thought there it was go. something to do with that. Uh, it was actually the probably a really bad... It was sad because the guy was too hammered, um, and we were kind of going for it, and he was like, eh, you only need cigarettes. And I was like, oh, shit. Here we go. He was like, <laughs> are, you, are you hungry? And I was like, no, I'm not hungry. And he was like, because I'm hungry. Okay. Uh, well, then we can do this. No, come with me. Come with me. So we go down there. He, he fucking... It's so embarrassing. He fucking... He stumbles, fumbles all the way to the taco guy. And he's like, I want four tacos, but I'm going to go get some cigarettes. I'll come back and pay you. So we get there, and uh, he left his card. Like, it, he couldn't get money out, so I'd buy cigarettes. And then we come back, and I had to pay for his tacos. Oh, and we get to his apartment, 
And he fucking rolls down. He rolls over, and he's like, uh, uh, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go. And he's like, what the fuck? I'm like, oh, now look who's up. <laughs> like, oh, you faggot, get out of it. Like, I'm leaving you, piece of shit. Like, and then on the way here, he texted me. He put, you stole my fucking vodka. You're a dick. It's like I can steal your fucking vodka. Like, so this guy's a bottle of vodka, twelve dollars. Yeah, Jesus Christ! This fucking piece of shit probably drank all of his booze, and then he he texts me. He's like, "You drank all my shit," and I was like, "Dude, I haven't. I I'm not a thief, you cocksucker. It's just like, what do you want from me? You stole his heart. I know I did, right? Don't touch me anymore. The moral bore, man. <laughs> so it was. I don't know, dude. It, it's it's a crapshoot anymore. It's it's fucking. It's good when it's good, and it's when it's bad, it's really bad. But what can you do? It's grinder. It's it's fun. It's exhilarating. But you want to make sure they don't have COVID. You know, there's a trick that if you put your finger in their ass and they cough, they've got it. <laughs> Just pull your finger out and get out of there. That's how I check Luke right before we came here. That's right. That's why I can't sit down in this chair straight. My old you roommate. Put, you any pillows? My old roommate one time got so hammered, he came home. It's like 2 o'clock in the morning. I hear him come home. here, open the fridge. I and who's in there? Andy he Dick. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. Sits on the couch. I hear him eat, right? He goes to bed. He comes out of his room, goes to the fridge, and just starts knocking on everyone's door. Who ate my fucking barbecue chicken? Who ate my fucking barbecue chicken? <laughs> and he fucking beats down the, the door of the roommate he didn't like. And he goes... You ate my fucking barbecue chicken. He calls us all into the living room. Who ate my barbecue chicken? I go, dude, you got barbecue sauce on your face. I go, I heard you eat it. I heard you eat the the chicken. He's like, bullshit. I'm like, I I had to hold the mirror up to him. Like, look, you ate the chicken. (laughs) Look at yourself. Look at yourself. (laughs) Jesus. Drunk bastard. That sucks. It would have been great if Pat ate his chicken, but then put barbecue sauce all over his face. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he twirled his fucking mustache up. My old speaking of Valley Village, my old roommate, he he was a drunk. And he used to um we like shared a wall. It was a two bedroom, but we shared a wall in between us. And sometimes on like a Friday, Saturday night or something, he'd come home with his they're they're both drunk. Him and his chick were like drunks. And they would come home and they would they would I could hear him like fuck in the bedroom and he was so bad. I don't know if it was. He, I think he just sucked all around. But like, especially when he drank, he was. They just. He sounded like the worst fuck ever. Like just no like. Uh, he had like no like. Uh, um, rhythm. No, 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 like stamina. Like he, oh. he, he was so out of shape, and he was like a skinny guy. But like, I'd hear him fucking. I would hear the bed start squeaking, and she start getting into it, and it would, it would go for like fifteen seconds, and then just stop, and then it would take him like four minutes to recharge, and it would go again. I could just hear him like. <sighs> He was so out of shape, and I was like, oh, he sounds fucking terrible. Like, let me in here. I'll fuck her right. How do, how do you even come like that? I don't know. It was horrendous. And it, it, would, it would last about like 16 minutes, and then we both just pass out drunk. I was like, this sounds like the worst fucking sex I've ever fucking heard. Luke's trying to jerk off to it. I know. Come on. I know. Did you it's terrible. Smaller? Yeah. Well, dude, I mean, our walls here are so fucking thin, and for a long time. Especially like when I wasn't getting laid, our other roommate Cameron would bring home chicks like three times a week, and I was like slamming. Oh, dude, he was. I was, <laughs> I was just here fucking all the time, and every once in a while, it's just like, all right, well, you know, now now I'm up. <laughs> uh, really? <laughs> one time, my girlfriend stepped over, and Cameron was was banging this chick for so long. 
and she was so loud that I literally started banging on the walls and I go, well, you just fucking come already. It's two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I remember that night. It was like 4 a.m. Yeah. Dude, it's fucking heinous. But one, one time my girlfriend and I... <laughs> not a fucking show, that girl, though. Yeah. Dude, no, lead us to find out that he didn't. Even, he couldn't even get hard. He was finger blaster. Oh. Uh, Listen, dude. <laughs> There's no way you're in that kind Plow of response. Finger, I love this. This is so Jersey. I love it. <laughs> You don't hear these terms anymore. One time, my girlfriend and I were really drunk, and we're like, hey, let's spice it up a little bit. So we got some honey, and she's like putting honey on me and shit, but we were blackout drunk. Apparently, she missed my cock completely. I woke up with my ass cheeks sealed together. <laughs> oh, my God. So a whole fucking sealed together. A whole ant colony in there? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what are you was there? What, what, what did you think when you woke up? Did you think you like shit yourself in it? Fucking. No, I just like, what the fuck? And I was like, oh, the honey. Because it was right next to the bed. Yeah. Remember when you were young and you found out the hard way that like when you watched like nine and a half weeks and shit, that like getting food involved, especially whipped cream, not a good idea. Yeah, horrible. Yeah. I was going to say, when, when you took a shit that next morning, did it sound like somebody taking off Velcro shoes? That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was tough. Yeah. Once that like spray on whipped you cream. You paint pictures for it through audio. That's what you do. It coagulates with the bodily fluids and oh boy, it just goes sideways. Yeah, the smells that yeah. fucking start to erupt. You're like, yeah. oh, this is this is bad. I put some. I tried putting some whipped cream on. Uh, I think it was my ex's dick and blowing him in the, like, <laughs> just it, for a it snack. It burned the inside of his <laughs> oh, dick. He was shit. like, oh, it hurts. How, how did whipped cream burn his dick? No, the inside the, the little piece. It's got like fucking oh, it's sugar. Yeah, because the sugar in it. Yeah. Well, he stuck Ew. the nozzle in the yeah. piss hole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it was a fucking that. crepe. Yeah. <laughs> it, it blew up like a water balloon when you have it too close to the fucking faucet. <laughs> Billowed out. His, his eyes were bulging out like one of those <laughs> yeah. squeeze it things. Look at Marty Feldman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm full. I'm full. What <laughs> <laughs> hump? Uh, this is closer to Vinny's story than to Eric's, of course. But uh, or one time when I was in college, I woke up. And I was on my couch, and my face was all fucking sticky. And I was like, oh, my God, I must have gotten, like, blackout drunk and fallen asleep in my drink or something. Because, like, I stuck to the couch. Like, I had to peel my face off the couch. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, that fucking hurt. And so I go to the bathroom, and I'm washing my face. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. And I look in the mirror, and I have this cut scab on my face that looks like Mike Tyson's tattoo. It's, like, down across my forehead and down my fucking oh, shit. cheek. Yeah. And it was just like all this fucking ooze. Whatever, you like caught yourself? I fell face first into a parking lot. Oh my God. Jesus. Jesus Christ. You're just peeling it like that fucking guy from Poltergeist? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good, good call. Thank you. I'll, I'll show you the picture. Hold on. Keep him entertained. Talk, talk about yourselves. Keep him here. Keep him entertained. He's getting, bec- he's getting, he's been getting beclumped. He'll give us a topic. So, Luke, so anyways, can we uh, can we dive in? Can we can we live? Uh, listen, that was I'm I'm I got taken care of, Pat. Why don't you relax? Can we tell the people uh, what happened to your uh, job situation? It's pretty it's pretty hilarious. Yeah, we, we just talked about this on the last podcast, but sure. Okay, oh, Eric and I this, did. You know, you're famous. It's not that great of a story. That's the problem. It doesn't even it's have that bad of an funny. ending. Is it though? It's kind of just dumb. It's just kind of like well, whatever. I don't I don't give a shit. I don't, I don't mind. Do you want me to tell you the whole thing? I guess the Sparkle Nerd version. I'm right. really feeling it. Is it, what was it? I'll explain. No, that is too much. I'll sum up. Humpa Dink was going to mention the princess in half an hour, remember? Princess Bride. Um, so, thank you. So uh, I work at a place that rents motion picture equipment. 
and it came to my attention that yes, you too. Holy shit! You're not kidding. It looks just like that, Mike Tyson. He's showing us the picture. Jesus, Jesus Christ! Christ. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> fucking alcoholic. Um. So I was going to the set. It was right over here. It was at um, Red Studios, and it was a Lady Gaga video directed by Robert Rodriguez, which was a fucking huge. I'm a huge fan. Never saw him in person. He's never in L.A. He lives in Texas. He hates you do that one movie with. Um, yes. Once upon a time in Mexico. Yes. Yeah. He did all those. The, uh, Desperado. He's a big foodie. Is he? Yeah, yeah. he's shooting. Yeah. He's on the uh, the chef show with John Favreau. Was he really? Who yeah. did All right. From Dusk Till Dawn? I think he did that was too. Him. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So uh, I was all jazzed that I was going to get to see him. So um, I get to set and I can't, it's a completely closed set because the big secret is that Ariana Grande is going to be the guest star on this video. Like, There's like a secret that they're collaborating and now they're shooting this video together. Now, I, well, I'll, I'll come into this later. So uh, it's a clo- they don't let me on. I couldn't get on set and I was pissed and I, I was. I talked about it on my. I was doing my podcast live in my work truck, dri- driving back and forth. Live, the four, five, live on the four or five, five podcast on uh, on uh, iTunes anywhere you get podcasts. So G- give it a listen. Folks. Yeah. So I was talking about. I was talking about on the show because I was on the way there and I, and I, I cut in between. I'm like, when I get there, Jesus when Christ. I get back in the truck, I'll let you guys know if I saw him or whatever. And then I, and then I get back in the truck, and the whole rest of the show was a rant about how I I didn't get to see him and I was fucking bumped. So when I wrote the fucking description on my on t- now I wasn't supposed to talk about this. I signed a fucking NDA. That's a key part of the story. So when I when I wrote the I posted my episode on my fucking uh, Twitter, I, I mentioned that in the thing and I was like I didn't even get to see Ariana Grande and like some rando just saw this and was like what Ariana Grande and Lady Gaga and I was like yeah it's some video and then it's like every like like I go I go take a shower before I come back it's got like seventy retweets get my TMZ. socks and shit on one hundred and sixty retweets I'm like uh oh oh boy. Fucking horses out of this barn. And then by the time I got to work, my boss just called and was like, what the fuck did you do? What happened? And I was like, oh, What God. did you do, Ray? Yeah. Oh, Karen, why did you do that? It was, oh, it was so bad. <laughs> TMZ broke so the embarrassing. story. They were like, they this. They were going to find it, Henry. They did, yeah. It was, it was literally international fucking news. It TMZ was, was like, this frog-eyed man gave us a story. <laughs> <laughs> Lumbering Lummox spills the beans. <laughs> story at 11. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was bad. So um, my boss is like, I got I to gotta fire you, man. He's like, I can't fucking. I, and I never had a problem at that place. It was such a fuck up. It was so just the dumbest fucking mistake ever. So stupid. It would be fun just the names that they would give you. Uh, <laughs> Ichabod <yeah>. Shame. <laughs> <laughs> Tall, gangly Luke Allen gives yeah. us the lowdown. Old googly eyes himself. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was. So was that. That's I got tough. a job like five days later. But like. Because his reputation was really good. That's yeah. Because the, yeah. the whole like rental like the, the the like rental like community like we all rent from each other, so every, right. everyone knows each other. It's kind of like a small kind of close knit thing, so everyone knew like there was never any but never any outsiders. <laughs> I never. <tell> you, never. <laughs> yeah. So I got but I was like I'm never gonna like work in this town again and shit. Like literally, I thought that. And everywhere I went, when I like I, I went panhandling for jobs, everyone was like they felt so bad. It was like the opposite. They felt so bad. Like that's so fucking stupid. They fired you. And I was like, yeah, they had everyone like went to bat. And every fucking person I know that I told that happened, they did that or they knew somebody that did the exact same fucking thing. They tweeted or said or took a picture of something they weren't supposed to take, and they got in big trouble for it. everybody. I was like, oh, I guess I'm not alone. Then, dude, we uh, you told me that story. The uh, last time we hung out, yeah, and that was literally the day before the fucking world started burning. Yeah, Remember we went to the comic store to meet with Steve. Yes, that's right. Yeah, and then we bumped into uh, what's Mike Binder. Name? Mike Binder. Yeah, because he's that shooting, was awesome. He's shooting the documentary. Vinny's shoulder uh, is going to be in the documentary. Yeah, my fuzzy shoulder. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Mike, Mike. 
Might be. Might be. Good chance. Good, good shoulder. Might yeah. be. Um, but yeah, I remember awesome. we, were, we hung out. and then That was right before. Yeah. Literally the next day uh, was the last time I, b- I was on stage until like, you know, since last week. Yeah. I remember going to doing the mic going, all right, cool. And went to Whole Foods and Whole Foods was an absolute fucking circus. Yeah. That was the, the night that I was like, oh my God, maybe this is something. I mean, something out of a, it was like, um, with I am legend. Yeah. With like the whole fucking city going nuts. That was Whole Foods. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yep. That was the time. And a man in his position can't afford <laughs> to be made look ridiculous. <laughs> I've had them all. With his guinea charm and his olive oil voice. <laughs> you have to excuse me. Thank you for the lovely evening and the lovely dinner. Mr. Colion and Sisson is a good By the way, I'm a big fan. By the way, I admire your pictures very much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, you get the hell out of here. <laughs> Pat you, is my you do such a good Duvall. Yeah, you it's really do. Stupid. Oh, thank you, thank you very much. I can only do I, I can only do yelling Duvall. I can't do regular talking conversational Duvall. I can only do yeah. I can do. Can we all an apology, Senator? I can do the hey, chow defense. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's all I got. Yeah, I was at this little league baseball game. I like to go uh, by myself, and uh, all right. <laughs> I, I, I would chat. I would go hey, hey, chow defense. <laughs> nobody, nobody goes. Yeah, no. I would have been in spirit. You should have brought. You should have live streamed it. Have you done any Zoom shows? Fuck no. I Eric? would never. No, no. I couldn't do it. I can't do it. No. no. Nobody's asking me, but I haven't done it. That's the thing we were saying before. Like, <laughs> that was the fucking disease going to drive all the comics away? It's like most of them stayed. And they're just totally content to stay at home and do a fucking Zoom. Like, look, comics aren't already lazy enough. I they know. are fucking completely content to sit in their fucking room. And th- now they don't want to leave their house and they're going to quote unquote do comedy. What the fuck? Yeah. Makes me fucking sick. Uh, hey, come Jeez, on. You used to spin on his own spin. floor. That never Jeez, made any please. sense to yeah. me. <laughs> I'd offer some cup of coffee. Yeah. I, I, I watched one Zoom show, and it's like, the, uh, the one that I saw, they had everyone in the same room, so at least you have people there laughing for the audience to hear, but like, I can't imagine if it's literally just every comic alone in their room. That's what it looks like. I mean, oh, that sounds horrendous. Yeah. I, yeah, I couldn't do Enough it. Enough people convince themselves that that's that, that'll cut it, and that's them doing stand-up. So I'm like, well, good, don't don't come back to the mic. But those are the same ones that fucking anytime someone tries to post any kind of live show or live mic, they're like, you can't do this. You're killing everyone, man. It's co- you're gonna spread the COVID, and then they call the cops and call the building owners and get the fucking thing shut down, and they fill up the fucking slot up with fake names and fucking pieces of shit. Fuck them. It's amazing that all of the things that that mob is like constructed of. Whether it be shutting down mics, whether it be the mask shit, whether it be canceling Joey Diaz, whether it be canceling Joe Rogan, it's just they—they're off the blood, swa- like a swarm of just fucking of of I don't even know. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. They need a fucking hobby. I mean, seriously, this is they, their hobby. They, unfortunately, they—they they need a new one. Though. I don't know, man. And it's funny because it's just like fuck. I never thought that I would sound like an old man whining about like you know we talked about movies just. Movies being too violent for fucking people today, and it's just like, give me a fucking break, dude. I watched Cape Fear, and I was like, Jesus Christ, man, this this is a dark fucking movie. It was like, all he wants to, his objective is to fuck his daughter in front of them. Well, make the wife and the daughter. Yeah, exactly. And then you know, just watching that. Now there's a problem when Crystalia does it. Exactly. I don't know why. Because Robert De Niro's jokes weren't funny in Cape Fear or any other fucking movies tried to do. 
No, Man, I thought that was too far. You are right. you offering me something hot? <laughs> Fuck me, guys. Jesus Christ. Are you offering me something hot? It's funnier than Crystal Lee has ever said. When she throws the fucking hot water in his face. Just don't call me late for supper. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this like cancel culture seems to just like, have. Oh, actually, the funniest thing is, I saw something on Instagram. I forget what state it was or what city, but basically it was a uh, um, a protest to defund the police. Minneapolis, probably. And uh, it was a police officer saying, yeah, so um, um, there's a protest to defund the police, but they requested to have the police for protection. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, how does this make any sense? Yeah. Did they really? Yeah. Jesus Well, Christ. you saw that guy that got, the, the black guy in the hospital got shot at the chest last week, and he like, I got shot, and they wouldn't let the police come in to get him. They they stopped him at the at the, the I guess the international border of the Chaz in the United States. So the cops finally get in to get him. The guy barely survives, and then he's in the hospital yelling at the cops, going, "Yo, the cops just let me stay in here and bleed out." It's like you're, you're supposed to be an autonomous country. You're not. You're not supposed. You're the one that hates the police and don't want them involved. But when you need him to save your life, all of a sudden now the fucking now you need the cop. It's so great. Or the best was that video of the guy. His his uh he's in the autonomous zone. What the fuck it's called? Yeah. And his car gets broken into. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. What Motherfucker. So where's my fucking keys? Yeah, I love that guy. I, I can't. I think the guy goes, what did the, the, the dude say off? Off. He's like, he's like, hey, you're just having a bad day, man. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like, like it's just jerk. a bad day. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. <laughs> just not my day, sir. It, it's amazing to me just the the allies that these people think that they have, and I can't wait till shit really hits the fan, because it's it's gonna be fantastic. Like, what kind of here's this? Um, oh, imagine being like a regular Sorry. person. Whose apartment just happened to be in the fucking Chaz, though? I know, dude. <laughs> Fuck. Or shop owner. There, yeah. yeah. That Asian shop owner, I got the shippy out of him like a couple days ago. I was like, that fucking poor bastard. Dude. And like, of course, like 18 of them jump on the fucking guy. He's a 102 pounds Asian guy. Me and, me and Pat would beat the shit out of those guys. You guys should just go. Can I? Let me ask you this. Let's do this. Has anyone else heard, quote unquote, the Hells Angels are on their way? I've been hearing this. For fucking weeks. I would, Where are they? Are they I pushing their bikes? Love to see that. Listen, Me too. Listen, the Hell's Angels have done some horrific things. Dude, I wouldn't. Yeah, that's the exact reason why I wouldn't like but, to see. But it. you know what? They protect military uh, funerals they and they saved Mick Jagger and the Rolling Stones' lives. Everybody cool it. Yeah, I was gonna say. Why are we fighting? Why are we fighting? Yeah, maybe Mick Jagger will fly by in a helicopter again this time and watch the Everybody fucking carnage. Fucking jerk off. But anyways, what the, are they coming like from Europe and they're they're just riding their fucking bikes on the ocean floor like the it's the Canadian hills, the fucking army of the dead from Game of Thrones? Get the fucking get there already, dude! I would I would love for the eight ones as they call them to fucking wreak havoc. Yeah, well they got to get there. The fucking thing's we, gonna be over need, by the time these shitheads need get there. Shit like that. Yeah, because I mean, dude. Again, obviously to the people who are being irresponsible and irrational, but I mean, come on. What the fuck's going on here? I, yeah. I, I just, Crack some heads. I think the because then the, there's always going to be the excuse, well, uh, if the fucking Hell's Angels didn't show up, Chaz would have worked out. They needed to just let it fucking implode on itself. No. They're, but, dude, they already know it's not going to work. It's, People it's a killed circus over there. Yeah. There's, and there's, like he said, there's, there's, there's fucking shop owners and regular citizens that are stuck in there and they got to deal with this shit. And they're like, hey, government, Somebody's watch your job. Somebody's got to go down there. <laughs> Chaz is going to lock the door for the whole fucking Chaz. Like, no, you can't no, leave. You just can't leave. Yeah. And I never saw. That's right. <laughs> double chest. It's got the double meaning. I never saw Front of so many. I never here s- they just call me Palmentary. <laughs> I never saw so many lesbians' faces drop at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Some fat dyke just fucking at this moment, pins they know they three lesbians fun. together. 
Listen, I think that movie is so underrated. Is it is? I don't know. Oh, oh I don't hear anybody shit. People always celebrate it. It's yeah. It is. I don't think it's underrated, though. I don't think it's underrated. I, I, don't, think, I don't think a lot of people know about it. I, I mean, maybe an the fuck you're hanging out with. They ba- you know that interracial love story? Yeah. They based that off Luke Allen. That's that true. chick is so That's fucking true. hot. What's she her name? Um, Terrell Hicks. Oh, and then she's, she's so in Belly. She's DMX yes. grew up in Belly. Oh my god, she's one of the hottest black chicks I've ever seen she in my fucking beautiful. life. She's like 22 in Belly. I like, can't just say hottest chick. She's smoking. <laughs> she's black. I love black women. I like black women. They're my. I like them more than anyone that's, else. That's why I've always loved about Luke. Is don't tell my father. He. <laughs> Listen, don't tell my father. My I have a stepmom that's younger than me, and she's black. Really? Yes. Look at that. My life's a joke. <laughs> yeah, and she has a kid, and the kid's father's in prison. That, that kid's your stepbrother. Shocker. Right? I have a stepbrother. Yeah, <laughs> and your mother, she had a kid. <laughs> that kid was. <laughs> you know, so, I like to so read you, a lot. My friend, your part, eggplant. <laughs> Actually, I have some eggplant in the fridge. All right, everybody, that was arm. from a fucking movie. Let's not cancel Let's Eric. Let's relax. No one else. I don't even know people even get that. I still have a Disney show to do. <laughs> I'm the bear or whatever. I'm one of the fucking characters on the Disney Channel. (laughs) It was funny. My friend told me he worked at Chuck E. Cheese and they had a they had a thing that whenever they took picture with kids, they could never hug kids. They always had to go like this. And every picture they had to show their hands. That's what um, Keanu Reeves does. He will not. Yeah, every somebody made some post and like, look what a gentleman Keanu Reeves is. And like every picture, he's just like. <laughs> hands, whoa! My hands aren't even near you, whoa! And you're stretching like you won the yeah. act or the decathlon. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw a great meme of him with like it's like three pictures of him with chicks and then his arms out, not yeah. touching them. He's like holding the goldfish bowl up in here and it's shit. Like, like, what if I told you that you won't even have to dodge them? <laughs> <laughs> That's how fucking scary it is. I know, but he was way. Uh, this has been going on. He's, he, those pictures of him go back like ten years. That motherfucker's smart. He is. More like Keanu leaves his hands off women. <laughs> but seriously, folks, have you seen the fucking trailer? Don't worry, he'll save himself. Watch. Bill and Ted's He's three. Th- oh, what? Why? Why? Oh, Dude, no. the trailer is fucking painful. They've already got a trailer out? Oh, yeah, it's been out. It is fucking brutal. Obviously, you don't listen to my podcast. Dude, you know what? I thought, <clears throat> I thought uh, <laughs> my mother listens to you. I know. I love your mom's I awesome. they're going to do a remake of Bill and Ted's. Honestly, with um, Luke Allen and his uh, other buddy, the Tom st- Allen. What I say? Oh, yeah. that would be oh, great. Yeah, yeah, Tom yeah. Allen. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, t- I, mean, yeah. I mean, Tom Allen and his other buddy. Yeah, What's they would have made Luke Allen. <laughs> they would have made a good duo for that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's a good point. Chad, Chad for life. Chad or yeah, Chad and JT. Yeah, yeah. Chad I love those two. Chad, Chad goes deep. I shouldn't. It's just another one of those things where it's like I shouldn't find any of this funny, and I should want to fucking just murder these two. But like. They They're they so work bad. somehow yeah they work they're so yeah. unabashed I love when they go to the fucking city council meeting oh those are great it's hilarious yeah, yeah. so at Howard they were all over they were on Howard yeah. like three times last year they were on Ellen yeah <clears throat> but there has been like an influx with that kind of uh, character yeah the but surfer, I'm telling you kind of buffoon they started it but they should have left it no they yeah they for it's sure cra- it's it. like it's so awkward you're like why are they doing this it does not work they're like fucking sixty years old the two of them it's like. You're still trying to do like valley, like twenty year old valley kids. I, I refuse to believe this. I'm gonna go see the movie. Go watch. I'm telling back. you, dude, it's brutal. And I fucking love Bill and Ted. I would love to. I would have loved a Bill and Ted's three, but like, it's way too fucking late. It's like, oh, it's like the Irish one. They should have made that fifteen fucking years I ago. Know. Just like Hitler, they should have stopped them in Munich. They should never let them get away with that. <laughs> you know what I just watched for the first time? Uh, Django Unchained. Oh, really? Just saw it, dude. It's my favorite. I already, re- I already rewatched. That's it. my favorite thing I he's ever done. I already rewatched it. I don't it think it's his best, but it's my favorite. 
Such a tremendous movie. Yes. The the uh, the German dude, the dentist. Yes. Is such a fucking badass. Yeah. Well, and of doc, course, uh, um, Schultz, the uh, King Schultz. Jesus Christ. Samuel Jackson. No. It's the fucking best role he ever played. He's I amazing. Think, yeah. He won an Oscar for that. No, the main guy. It's amazing. Oh, uh, Jamie Foxx. Dude, Jamie Foxx is one of the most talented people alive right oh, now. I can't stand him, but I love him in that. It's really? one. It's the only movie I like him. Yeah, I was. Dude, I was, when he heard he got cast, I was like, oh fuck, what? Really? I can't stand you don't like him. Jamie Foxx. I like him. I don't like him as an actor. I, I think he's, really? I think he stinks. Yeah, I think he's dreadfully mediocre at best. Dreadfully. I think he's funny. He's a funny comic. He's dreadfully mediocre. He's a. Don't he's like gonna him. Be, um, he was great as Ray. Tremendous. No, he wasn't. No, he didn't. He did. He did a fucking Ray Charles impression for two hours. Denzel Washington. Be Ray. No, what do you no, want no. him to do? Go blind and learn the piano? Denzel Washington was fucking Malcolm. I watched that thing and I was like, that is fucking like Malcolm X on the screen. Jamie Foxx. I'm watching him do an impression of Ray Charles, but no real fucking like he he wasn't. He didn't become the guy. I didn't feel it one fucking. Sorry, day. he didn't do heroin on he set. He did a pretty good. He should have. Maybe it would have helped him. I should have fucking done it before I watched the movie. I would have enjoyed it more. It was a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Same fucking, Jesus. same exact fucking story in by numbers climate, musical biopic. There was like ten in a row. There was that. There was the fucking Johnny Cash one. There was the fucking uh, uh, who's the, the other fag Elton John. Same fucking same story, and it always ends with their well, some big giant concert from like nineteen ninety well, or something. That's why like, I love. Uh, that's why I love. Walk same hard. story beats. NWA movie, all of them. The same fucking thing over and over again. Suck my fucking cock. But he wasn't good as fucking Ray. He was mediocre. What about the dirt? Did you watch the dirt? No, I didn't. Ah. Uh. No, I don't. I'm not a Motley Crue. I can't stand Motley Crue. I don't want to fucking. It's not about their music because their music is mediocre. I don't like oh. them. They're all scumbag. I don't like Tommy Lee's a wife beating fucking junkie piece that's of shit with fucking kids. He has to have the fucking the, the army of children fucking floating around his pool like fucking pool floats too while the fucking idiot nods off. You have no idea, constant listener, to to see the soul leave Vinny's body <laughs> as Luke's just shitting on. His name soul. Oh. Well, I can tell is Luke he? is really upset because it looks like something's growing inside of his neck right now. Oh, yes. Which yeah, is a yeah, tall tale is, sign yeah, yeah, yeah. that he's getting really yeah. fucking riled. It's like, a, it's like a fucking rattlesnake tail. Watch out. I have such a bad fucking Django story. The first time I ever watched that movie was with a bunch of friends in college, and two of them were, were black guys. <laughs> and they get to that part where Samuel Jackson is talking to Jamie Foxx about selling him to the mining company. To the Quint Dickey Mining Company. And they'll, they'll work you, and they'll work you, till you can't now work Cut no your more. tongue out, too. And then they'll hit you in the head and throw you down that. The end word hole. I can't say. Yeah. And it was so bad. I just went, oh my God. Like I started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the look I got from my really? That's laughing because it sounded like you went, oh boy, yeah. <laughs> That's what they'll do. Woo! I, I was, yes! always wanted to do that. Been waiting for it. I was, I mean, listen, it, okay, listen, it's not a funny movie at all, but. There are some parts where oh, like, it's, it's, Django so, is hilarious. it's so ridiculous. Yeah, dude, There's so many funny lines in it. Or the, yeah. the, uh, I was there for I was that. with my girlfriend for the second time, and uh, there's a point where he says, look at that, fancy pants, you know? And I, I, I giggle, because like that's just a ridiculous phrase, you know? And she goes, this is fucking funny to you? I'm like, well, I mean, not the whole thing, but that particular line is pretty funny. Sam, the, the scene where Sam Jackson is introduced is fucking hilarious. Every line out of his mouth is fucking oh, hilarious. No, so great. You going to have to sleep up in a big house? Yeah, so you got a problem with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh. Only don't mind burning the bed, the sheets, and every other motherfucker thing. This more touches. <laughs> as soon as this black ass motherfucker gone. <laughs> Dude, just the way that he says, Chad, oh no, goes, I don't mind as long as you don't mind if you burn yeah. in the shades of it. Just the way he goes. And then he keeps going. As soon as this black ass motherfucker gone. <laughs> you can sleep in big house? Yeah. Why? You keep saying it. Who <laughs> oh, is that Edward on that thing? <laughs> so great. So you want me to He's amazing in that. What a fucking amazing layered character. You know, it shows you how good Tarantino can write for him because 
I loved Hateful Eight, but what I loved about it is I loved Samuel L. Jackson's monologue to Bruce oh, Stern. Oh, that was great, yeah. That oh. scene, to me, My is big what... My black what, dingus. What, yeah, to what, what made the, like, the, the price of admission is it just like, oh my God, to see Bruce Dern and Samuel L. Jackson in a scene together like, where the, the more that he fucking does it, he like, literally is just pulling the yeah. blankets up like he's having a nightmare. Like a toddler listening to a fucking nightmare, just pulling the blankets up, and you see him like cringe and grabbing his just wanting to shoot him. And Chester A. Arthur! <laughs> the way that he's, whatever the fuck his name is, well, sucks my, bi- my big black dingus. The, the best in Django was like, uh, I want you to uh, remember that Django is a free man. You cannot treat him like a slave. Yeah, uh, remember, he is a, uh, not a mean, slave. That, 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 treat him like a white man? Yeah. No, <laughs> no, I did not say that. Yeah. Uh, treat him like, um, uh, uh, what, what's that boy, Jimmy's what, name? What's him that Peckerwood yeah. boy down in yeah, the grocery? Yeah, yeah. Jimmy? The Peckerwood. Treat him like, you know, Jimmy? Yeah, treat him like Jimmy. <laughs> He's great. <laughs> Don Johnson's in Fletcher. No. Nope, yep. that is not what I said. <laughs> okay, Big Daddy. But the best part is King Schultz nods, and then and he nods at the same time, and Don Johnson goes, no, like their heads do the opposite <laughs> yeah. fucking thing. It's so fucking great. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's another one that I met at Amoeba. Think oh, right, yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Every time this fucker goes, he meets some goddamn Hollywood legend. Yeah. Has a fucking chat with him. That one I totally baited him. Oh, totally for sure, Totally yeah. baited him, though. That was a good But you kind of have to. That was very tastefully done. Yeah, you're gonna get you. My mother was like, "God, that was kind of brilliant." I was like, "What do you want from mother?" <laughs> was, was your mom brilliant. like, uh, "No, like you already, you said you already saw that," and you're kind of like giving her the sound like, "Shut the fuck up!" Like, "Shut your fucking mouth!" <laughs> <laughs> it was Bro, movie for you asking about again? Oh, so the Italian director. Yeah, right? so <laughs> I was I was checking out, and I was like, "Look, it was right right around the time uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood came out." So I was in line at Amoeba, and I can't remember what the fuck I was getting. Oh, I was getting Christmas vacation because we were going to watch it and decorate the tree. So my mom was visiting, and in walks a gigantic fucking head. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit. And then it was Quentin Tarantino. I was like, holy fuck. And it was weird because it was like I was the only one that saw him. And it was walked up, walked up to the movies. So right there, as if fate... Had a hand in. There was his album of uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So grab the vinyl, run upstairs, and I ask him. I was like, "Oh fuck, okay." I'm looking, and I'm like, "Shit, this is." Uh, I don't know how I'm gonna pull this off. And my mom's like, "Oh my god!" Is and I'm like, "Yeah, mom." Yeah. I might even say, "Shut the fuck up, mom." <laughs> but I, I'm like, "How am I gonna do this?" So I figure out. I was like, "Okay, I know what I'll do." So I go up to the employee right next to him, and it was like. Uh, really quick, sorry, guy. I, I hate to bug you. Um, if I wanted to, this can I got, I got a weird question, and he's like, "Yeah, go ahead, man." I goes, "I go, if I was gonna go down a Fellini rabbit hole, <laughs> what would I start off with? Like, give me the first three. And dude, I didn't even look at that motherfucker. Didn't look at him at all. He was kind of wandering away, and dude, the minute. Like and I'm looking at that guy and I'm I'm like really talking I'm very articulate so that anyone can hear me. <laughs> and then I hear, uh, actually, could I could I recommend something to you? And I said, who the fuck are you? And then I left. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck out of here, you big-headed cocksucker. Uh, no, and I was like, uh, yeah, absolutely. And even the guy was like, oh my god. <laughs> 
He went over and he's like, yeah, you gotta do like the white sheik. The white sheik's good. good. I was like, okay. I was like, so the white sheik and uh, and it was funny because of all of Fellini's shit, I haven't seen that. And so I even I called Luke right away. I was like, have you ever seen like the first question because it was like a geek. I was like, yeah, I've seen Tarantino. Like, have you ever seen the white sheik? And he's like, no, I haven't seen that one actually. And like that was where our little nerdy thing came. But he was he gave me like um like fucking ten movies. And I asked for three, and it was, he was really great about it. And um, so then he like he took off, and my mom was like, "Well, all right." And this is what was great. I when he was telling me like he was handing me movies, I fucking hang on a second, and I pulled up the vinyl of his Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and I set it down just so conveniently. You like, whore! It was just so. <laughs> e- but the thing of it was, it was so non like. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's holding like it, it was in my thing. I was like, okay, here, let me see, <laughs> and didn't say anything about it whatsoever. So then he goes to the checkout thing, and I come down, and he's like, uh, "Oh, did you get the movies?" And I was like, "Oh no, they didn't have the white sheik, so I'm gonna have to order online." He goes, "Yeah, check Amazon. Amazon's gotta have it. They've gotta have it." And so I had his vinyl. I said, "Hey, I, I hate to bug you, but since I have you right here, is there any chance I could get you to sign this?" And I was like, "I love the movie, by the way." And I, I held it up, and he's like, I, I, ah. <laughs> like fucking 80, like, ah, ah, like sucking on his teeth. One of them almost fell out. Like, ah. And he's like, I don't really want to sign it because then, you know, if I sign it for you, then everybody's going to ask. And I just, I, I kind of want to get swarmed. I was like, oh, no, man, no, no, no problem. So um, he's got like a bunch of movies, and then the black chick behind the counters, she grabs my vinyl, and she's like, don't worry. And she looks at me. She's like, the same thing happened to me with LL Cool J. <laughs> <laughs> she was Another so giant-headed motherfucker. That's what Luke told me. His head is huge. Really? Yeah, I was an extra on that fucking uh, NCIS that he was on. He walked in. I was like, holy shit. It was like, a fucking Star Trek character. Dude, big head, big star. That's yeah. a rule. Yeah. yeah. So See, here's nice the guy. thing. Of, I ended up getting it because that chick was like, well, can I get the Sharpie back? And I was like, I'm not done yet. I go, I'll, I'll give it to you. Just give me a second. And so... I, I take my purchase and then, you know, my mom and I, my mom's like, oh my God, it's just cool that you got to meet him. Like you got to talk with him. That was incredible. It was, and I go, mom, just fucking stand right here. <laughs> and she's like, oh, what are you doing? And I get on my phone and I'm like, all right, so it says that it's out of print, but we could actually order one. So if we, if you don't mind waiting, then my mom's like, wait, order what? For what? I go, mom, shut, just be quiet. <laughs> just stand there and be quiet. She's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, so it, it, we can wait, but, and then right as I'm saying, like, we just, we just got to wait a couple days and it'll be fine. He comes walking right by, dude, and I swear to God, doesn't even break stride. He walks, does a horse, comes back, and he says, uh, hey, I'll sign that for you if you want. I'll just let's do it over here. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, if, if that's, I don't want to, I don't want to, and he's like, no, come on, just over here. I didn't want to do it in there. So we go down the street a little bit, signs it. Like we talk movies a little bit. Yeah, I blew him, and then you think that head's big. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, head. dude, it was it was funny though because it was just like I learned the the one thing I was telling Luke in in school. The only thing that I think was worth learning was you learned how to network, and it was that that principle: you network without selling your soul. Mm. That's pretty simple. Is that if you like somebody and you like their work what about Keith's soul. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. There's a way to network without selling your soul, and you know, 
basically what it is is it's you know he I knew he liked Fellini. And my mom was like, so what What movie are you going to buy? And I was like, oh, it's The White Sheik. I go, I haven't seen that one, but all the other shit I've seen. And she's like, oh, well, you said that you... I was like, yeah, of course not. Yeah. I was like, he's going to tell me something more interesting than what I already know about those movies, so why the fuck would I even bother? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's that's how you network, though, is you put yourself as a student to whatever it is that they've got to teach you, and then that's that's it. I have, a Tar- I have a Tarantino story. Oh, give us And it concerns Django Unchained. So. <laughs> I do say. I'll make it quick, but long story. I'm going to go put my head in the oven. Long story <laughs> long. My uh, my old boss, like two companies ago, I didn't do anything to fuck it up, but the place was closed. He got called in to work on it for a week. And there was no, they shot that whole scene with the, hor- the horses coming over the hill and the Klansmen. They shot up in Simi Valley, up on, a, up on a hill off the 118. It was, it was, it was. January, it was it was the coldest I've ever ever felt outside in LA. It was it, like at night, it was like fucking like in the 40s. It was fucking freezing. It was all muddy. It was shitty, and there was no internet, and it was night shoots. So a- after the day, like I basically like ran my old boss's like business for him, but he still like he was like a focus puller. He pulled focus, so I'd have to bring all the day's paperwork and shit from the thing up there for him. And but he knew I wanted to come anyway, so he, I I read the whole fucking script, the original fucking script. There was five scripts, and there was a handwritten cover by him. It was a mess. I read the whole thing. It was like 300 and fucking five pages. It was so, it was like a phone book. It took me like two and a half hours to read the fucking thing. It was nuts. And they, they cut like half of it. Or they, I don't even know if they shot it, but I don't, there was this whole like Kurt Russell part that was in it that was supposed to be in it and whatever. So um, that scene where they, where, they, where they come over the hill, they fucking, dude, it was so lit up. You could, you could see like the, they had those, they, you ever been on sets at night and they have those like, bl- they look like blimps. They're like a blimp with a oh, light yeah. in them. They're, They're fucking huge. crazy. You could see the light from this thing from the fucking 118 and it was like six miles up the fucking road. So that scene where they come over that hill, that fucking hill was so steep that those the Klansman guys come over that like when they shot it there was um oh, what do they call that fucking car um with the, the it's got a jib arm on the car has a name for it uh, I forget <laughs> the hoof it's, 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 it's a cinema it's a sin yeah, yeah it's like a, it's a it's when they do like a really big establishing shot and it's like there's a special like car it's like a Porsche it's like this car rig with this huge fucking jib arm with a camera on it so like. For the master shot, they were, it was Tarantino was like in my boss pulling focus in the car and Tarantino was sitting there and they would they would drive and get the big master shot of those guys coming down the hill. And it was fucking scary because it really was like dark out and like to like literally st- sit there and watch like 30 guys come over a hill with like torches and clan mat. Like I'm like someone really saw this at some point. Like this must have been fucking too. Like imagine being like an escaped slave in the woods and seeing it. Like that must have been fucking terrible. It was really scary. But um, they'd come over that hill. It was all stunt guys in the masks. And every they did like three or four takes, and every take like at least three or four guys fell off those horses, and you could you could just you could hear like bodies hitting the fucking dirt, and you could hear the air, and you just hear like oh, you like you could hear people getting like stepped on by the horses, like they were getting fucking trampled. Every fucking take, someone fell off, a whole bunch of guys would fall off, and as soon as they were out of frame, these medics would come running in and drag the fucking guys off the field. It was nuts. They were all falling off because the hill was so steep, the guys were falling off. And they were getting fucked up, and they would drag them right over by where I was standing. They're like, ah, oh, like they would lay there, like just like fucking in pain, they break holding ribs their ribs. Yeah, they're all fucked up. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> so for every take, what is this, birth of a nation. Yeah, it was it was brutal. <laughs> yeah. So for every take, basically you lost a guy. Yeah, yeah. Or ham- some of them were able to get back on, but like guys fell off every one of those takes and like got really fucking hurt. And like one or two guys got taken away in a fucking ambulance. It was nuts. They're gonna do a reunion thing of that shoot, and it's gonna be like fucking eight Christopher Reeve people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was take one, but you take four. Fucking easy company. Yeah, 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 no shit. Carrots, yeah, brutal. But that, 
that's where I got my. That is why I drive my 2017 Tarantino boys. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I have my car because that's what he drove. I was like, "What's Tarantino getting?" My boss like, "Oh, you won't miss him when he gets here." And I was just like. And you see these headlights, and he comes tear assing up this fucking hill in a yellow fucking Mustang, and he would just come fucking like just tear, just fucking slide into the spot and get out. And he was like the most happy fight. It was like his first day on set ever. He seemed like the most fun guy. Everyone fucking loved him. They're like, this movies are a blast. He always has fun. Like he's never fucking. He's goes like, hey everybody. He's like just like this big like animated guy and just gets out and like his car like Lee Marvin stickers and shit. And I was like, that's gonna be my fucking car when I finally get my goddamn Mustang again. I'm gonna get a yellow one and I did that's why i got my car well he gotta be like all coked up right no, i don't think so i think he's just i think he's just he rules i think <laughs> yeah i don't know i'm not sure maybe he does i know he smokes and it, i think it ruined his movies because you can Weed? See, yes he smokes now while he writes and I, to me i could see a dramatic departure in his writing from the era where he started smoking we thanks seth rogan you fucking asshole wait like, turn him uh, into a stoner when, when do you think so, I, I think it was right it was in the middle of or right after inglorious bastards and then he started fucking smoking or uh Bastards. Yeah, so he started Tarantino's smoking weed. Like you. Hateful Eight. I think his Hateful best is eight. his best is Kill Bill. My favorite is Django. I think Kill Bill One Two are the best I thing he ever did. Love Kill Bill. You know, I wasn't a, a gigantic fan of Inglorious Bastards. It took me a while. When I first saw it, I was like, I don't know, but it grew on me. Yeah. I think I think the same for me actually. I think Kill Bill, and then and Django. Yeah. Oh, Kill Bill is fucking amazing. That's his I, best I love shit. Reservoir Dogs too. Gets oh me every, yeah, every yeah, yeah. Time. I love all. Yeah, his '90s stuff feels so different to me. I don't know if it's just because Roger Avery co-wrote Pulp and 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 um. Oh yeah. And I love Jackie Brown, but you get to, it feels different because it's based on a, a he adapted it from an Elmore Elmore Leonard book. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I still think that my favorite's Jackie Brown. I love Jackie Brown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's great. It's so good. It's fucking amazing. Is you never saw it, really? No. God damn it! It's amazing. Dude. Is he your favorite director? Uh, he's up there, probably top five. Not anymore. I don't. I walked out of fucking once upon a time. And I fucking hated it. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. First thing I, he ever did that I hated. I, I fucking like hated it. Because he smokes weed and now he just wants to listen to his characters talk. That's it. There's no plot. There's I no. Thought, you know, I love Django. I thought his character was completely mismatched. Yeah, it was. And not only that, it looked like it looked like they went to fucking Walmart to put his fucking wardrobe Dude, together. It's like terrible. Say, There's no dirt he, on it. Or I was gonna say the exact. He looked too clean. Yeah. He's trading slaves. The other two Australian guys look dirty as shit, like they should. Yeah. And he looked like he just got out of wardrobe, like literally. Yeah. You know. Oh, and one more thing. That night, um, the filming got all fucked up because when um, um, Don Johnson went to get on his horse, I just hear oh, and uh, all these people go running, and I was like, oh, what happened? And he went to he went to climb on the horse, and he fucking twisted his ankle in the in the in the saddle the thingy. Yeah, in the stirrup so bad they had to go to the fucking hospital. So then I was him and the AD and the producer standing around like, okay, we have to move this here, and they had to reorganize the whole rest of the night shooting. And it was it was the night that the fucking um, it happened way in the middle of the night because like they start shooting at like seven or eight or whatever. That's but, a fucking nightmare. Yeah, in the middle of the night was when they when they, when they blew up the King Schultz's wagon. It was that oh, yeah. night? Yeah, and I missed it. I was like, fuck. But yeah, thank you. So how long do you think it took them to, to shoot that one scene? The it was like a scene? week. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Well, I mean, all, but all of it, that whole, that whole, like, I know, uh, yeah, Mesa, yeah. where they were, like, parked, whatever, yeah, all that, yeah. But isn't, were, that, isn't that nuts? And they were, it's when like I, three minute scene. when yeah. I left, I know, yeah, no shit. And when I, when I left, they were setting up the, I could see, like, the art department setting up that, where they were up in the tree and the thing, and they were, and I was like, oh, what's going to go up there? And I saw the movie, and I was like, oh, I was there. That's when they were building the little tree fucking stand when they were in. Well, you know, Pat's sister is a scenic artist, and she's been on some oh, really, yeah, right. really cool projects. She actually painted the door in uh, the Joker. God, I hated that door. I hated that door. That was the one. That was one part of the movie. It was adorable. Door. Oh, Barry's back, ladies and gentlemen. It was so great I couldn't handle it. Oh yeah. I was at the top of my threshold. All right. All right. All right. 
But uh, I thought the Joker was overrated too. I loved it. I didn't like it at all. Loved it. And I, I hate Walking Phoenix. Time when it was the king of comedy. Oh, Eric. I said it. I hate Joe Quinn Phoenix. I hate that director too. His I hate director, Todd Phillips. Oh, Scorsese. I loved apology. it. What, what else did he do again? He did uh, those fucking Hangover movies. That's he did right. um, yeah. um, some other shitty. I can't. I don't know. I hate his whole so over. Weird. But I. I don't know. So I love Joker. It was good. I saw it twice. Like it was. I understand. Yeah. I like. Like I said, I'm a. Jack Nicholson Joker and a Heath Ledger Joker. Oh, yeah, no. He yeah. wasn't was as good as that, but I, I liked it. The best Joker by far is Mark Hamill. <laughs> no, I, I'm not kidding. <laughs> All right, get out. All right. You're fired from this podcast. Yep. This is a fucking one in every crowd who just wants to start a fight. Eric, who's your favorite director? Luke. Luke <laughs> Allen. He, he don't run He's a, been my muse. He doesn't want to work with me anymore, though. I'm He's needy. difficult. Sexual tension. I'm not difficult at all. Yeah. Actually, Eric, you never Richard responded to me. Here. You did a very nice job in the uh, Cooney sketch. Oh, how what, how'd you think I did, Luke? I didn't see it. That was horrible. I couldn't fucking watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I was so it was so bad. You, you didn't like it, really? I, I didn't see it. I didn't oh, see okay. the sketch. Yet. No, dude, Refused seriously, watch it. I, I think you did a very very good job. He's well, a good actor. Thank you, sir. Thank you. No. Uh, yeah, I, I think people forget that I studied as an actor first. I right, studied right, hard. Right. It was very, very rigorously. Long nights, ate, long days. Ate lots of hot dogs. <laughs> did nothing. Saucy Maggie's games. <laughs> <laughs> when I was getting ready to play Babe Just Ruth, find hot script, dogs for I your wrote. <laughs> find hot dogs for orphans. <laughs> there's, there's a scene where Babe Ruth fucks a 20 year old go go boy, Eric. Why? They didn't even have clubs back then. Eric's just calling random guys dad. Shut up, dad. <laughs> what? No, it was um, it was fun. Honestly, I, I love... I, I don't act a lot anymore. Like, when I get a chance to do it, if I like, like, the script and it's, like, you know, it's funny, it's like, fuck yeah. Like, I, I love doing it. It's mm-hmm. fun. Like, doing his... Um, mm. uh, what was it? Santa's Break time at Santa's Workshop. Yeah. We did that. I never, saw, I never saw that. A lot of people didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's is it on YouTube. Yes. Oh, we, oh, we gotta watch it after this. All right. Yeah. It's it's funny because it's like, okay. Luke, it's better on paper. Luke taught me what, probably one of the most telling Eric pivotal things of of any comic or comedian shit. Like, what what happened was we so we shoot this thing and um, <laughs> he gets up. <laughs> gets some more whiskey. So he um hey dude will you grab me a glass of water. Thank you. Yeah, I'll, I'll grab it. Go for it. Everybody leaves for me to tell the story. So this is the thing about Luke. No. So uh, we we do this Santa's workshop. And what? when did you write this, Luke? I'm trying to think of. Oh, I can't remember. I'm such a prolific writer. Will you come to the mic? I can't remember. I don't know. I write a lot. <laughs> His back leg went up like Leslie Nielsen in Naked Gun. <laughs> Thank you. So anyways, okay, pivotal. Um, Luke writes a script for break time at Santa's shop. Hey, we're just hanging out, guys. Hey, he's thirsty. I'm trying to Who's still listening to this? It's time we're live streaming, so nobody. So he writes a script. We go over it. We do read through. We do all that good shit. Um, we film it with anamorphic camera lenses, and it's fucking great. Like it looks spectacular. Every Alexa Mini, with what, a jib. What the hell are anamorphic camera lenses? They're the ones JJ Abrams uses and Steven Spielberg. Yeah, yeah it's just everything. It's, it's like it's it's amazing. So, yeah. 
we we <laughs> shoot this thing and we get it into the what what did you get in you got it some fucking dumb film festival some film festival so I'm sitting there with Luke and Luke's probably one of my favorite comics. Oh, oh come and on! This is, oh, this is this is why though. Guys. This is why my this cheeks is, are all red. This is what makes up uh, his butt cheeks. Yeah, which ones? <laughs> um, this is this is what makes up a real comic to me. Mm-hmm. Is we're sitting there and this is the antithesis of Luke. Okay, this is what Luke is. Um, antithesis. Jesus, fuck Chris. So, isn't that the opposite? <laughs> <of what? laughs> Sorry. What'd you put in this one? Good comic. Don't be jelly. <laughs> So we're sitting there, and Luke's telling me what we're what we're in for. He's like, "Have you ever been to one of these?" And I was like, "No, I have. I've always wanted to go to a film festival, or or, you know." And he goes, "Oh, they're awful." (laughs) (laughs) Just shits on it right away. He's like, "No, this what this is what you're gonna see, okay?" So you're gonna see a lot of films that if they're not funny, which maybe two comedies we'll see. He's like, with ours, so maybe three total. And he was exactly right. There were only three fucking comedies. He called it exactly. And he goes, but uh, what you will see is you'll see a lot of fucking people taking themselves way too fucking seriously, thinking they made a perfect movie. And he goes, and then what will happen is when the credits come up. Oh, my God. He goes, they'll take fucking forever. And I go, well, yeah, dude. They got to, you know, it's a small film. They got to thank the people that made it. And he goes... Oh no, they they won't there'll be none of that. They make the credits longer because they think it legitimizes Yeah, it looks more important. The credit is as long as the fucking runtime of the sketch. <laughs> and I'm laughing cuz I'm watching these movies and the credits are so fucking long. And I tell him I go, "Jesus Christ, the movie's not that fucking long. Why are we watching this long old title sequel? This is ridiculous, Andy." And Luke fucking just leans over to me and goes, "I know it's pathetic. You could squeeze in like four dick jokes on that." <laughs> and that's Luke, though. That that in my head, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's 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 exactly what Luke's go what Luke is going for. How many dick jokes can we squeeze into this fucking film?" Like I know he looked at his script and he's like, "We need more dick jokes here. We, we need a dick joke." But that's that's why I love about him as a comedy is he'll what I've learned for, through this whole fucking thing ouch. <laughs> what I learned through this whole fucking thing is is how how funny are these fucking comics? Yeah. You know, never mind the comics that are getting called out, the comics that are doing the calling out. Are they fucking funny or not? They're and still local guys. That's that's the thing that pisses me off is it's like uh, call me out. Do do whatever you think you need to do. It's just like if you think I'm kissing the rings to get stage time. It's like go ahead and think that all you want. Come up. Let let's do some stage time together. Let's see how we do. It's like because I know I'm I'm not afraid to do any room. Let's see how you do. Just like I don't I don't give a fuck about that. I don't know how we got started on this. Now I'm a fucking Joey. Yeah. <laughs> Why the fuck are we Wait, talking about? So this? what is uh <laughs> what is the sketch about? Or and how did it do? It's about. Um, Santa's elves in his workshop having like a smoke break, like a ten minute smoke break, and just complaining about Santa and how the work conditions suck. Oh, I cannot wait to watch. Yeah, it's, you yeah. it's not that good. No, it's, it's a blue collar. That's great, Luke. Yeah. For some reason, I'm. I mean, not like cause just because it's because it's uh, about Santa. But I'm seeing like um. Uh, they got little elf ears and shit on. I'm seeing great. like a bad Santa. Yeah, it was kind of like that. Yeah. Very just. It's okay. Just dirty and real and fucking wrong. There's a lot of my shit that's re- like really funny. I mean, I might have gotten a couple famous people in my things, but, but it's like people really <laughs> like this is a fucking hilarious. Like I'll do this for free. It's so funny. And then we shoot it, and somehow after it gets shot and cut together, it's like, 
<laughs> Something doesn't translate from the page to the screen. It's really you're, you're weird. So you're a bad director. I'm not. No, I don't direct them. Director. I write and produce. My buddy shoots and, and edits. Basically, we're like the retarded Coen brothers. Listen, I'm free. I'm fr- I'm open. I got nothing booked. Yeah. Well, I don't have my old job anymore. Where my I used rate to be able really to get low. cameras. I, I I didn't do one script, and we've never worked together since. He's never <laughs> forgiven me. Yeah. Actually, uh, Pat and I just finished shooting something. It's currently being edited. Oh, uh, nice. Fuck d- film. Funny enough. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, funny enough, Mike Eshack and I bumped into uh, each other at Ralph's, and we were just like, long story short, we're like, dude, why don't we fucking write stuff together? So we, we got to produce content. So we've done... I saw that one with the mailbox. The yeah, this, in the mailbox. this will be our third uh, thing. And it's awesome because he comes over. We kind of like throw some ideas against the wall. We pick one, and we kind of just write jokes for it. Always my idea we pick, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's been uh, my ideas, but uh. what are you related to, Alex Verzi? <laughs> it's like Same Young hairline. Guns too. Um, <laughs> Arkansas Dave. <laughs> but uh, this this uh, last one we just did is basically like a spoof. He's, he's gonna edit it like Intervention, so it's a spoof on Intervention, and it's about like me becoming like a fuck boy just because like my hair and stuff. But it, it's pretty yeah, good. And, and everything else about you. Nothing about me. I'm a regular guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm a stand-up guy. All right. Just a regular Joe. Just a regular guy who gets jerked off by any dick, you know? Listen, he asked me. I respectfully declined. That's a good fucking story. That's a good Hollywood story. It's not bad. Yeah, it's pretty good. I feel like Andy Dick's given many, many of people a good story like that. It's almost as good as my grandpa and uh, what's his name? Uh, Yes. What's his? What's that guy's? My favorite (laughs) of all of the Allen people. Yeah. What's your What's your grandpa's? Norman, Norman Allen. I loved Norman. Yeah. Norman. What the fuck's the guy's name? It was, uh, I'm not going to tell you. I'm just going to keep oh, doing his shit. voice till you remember it. Uh, he, he was in Casablanca. There's a story my grandpa oh, was... The, the cop from Casablanca? No, not Captain Renault. Uh, the, 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 little, the little fucking sleazy guy. Peter Laurie. Peter Laurie. <laughs> Peter Laurie. Tried to, allegedly tried to fu- fuck my grandpa. Way, yeah, when he was stationed out here during World I War II, help he went to a party at his house, and I guess he had a real thing for guys in like army uniforms and shit. He was wearing an army uniform, was so tight against his chest. <laughs> <laughs> I dreamed that like, I was that uniform <laughs> across his chest. Yeah. yeah, it didn't go. It didn't go too well for uh, your own grandpa. <laughs> for any of me, I was just like fuck you when he laughed or something. But I know he told me some fucking story. I wish I could remember this. It was right before I moved out here. That so, somehow or another, he said he was, he was in a car with, um, um, uh, who's the guy that did like uh, um, all those big fucking sword and sandal epics and shit? He was a really famous. Errol Flynn. No, no, the director. Um, Cecil B. DeMille. Yes, it was Cecil B. DeMille wow. and someone else, some other fucking huge star. And somehow or another, he was he was in a car with them, and he, they got in like a boy, boy, the the apple fall off from this tree. They got in like a fight about like they were like liberals. They got in an argument about like the war in America. My grandma got so pissed. He was like, "Fuck you!" And he and he got out of the car. And, like it was in like Palm Springs or something like that. And he got out of the car and walked and like hitchhiked back to like the fucking base or whatever. Don't leave. And I was like, Norman. What the fuck? And my dad's like, "Oh yeah, yeah." And I was like, "What? what? He was a Cecil B. DeMille and him almost got in, like a fucking fight. Like, what were they doing? I don't know. I had like eighty questions. I could, like this. No one gave a shit. In my family about this story. It was like, oh yeah, I remember him saying something about that once. And I was like, this is fucking insane. Are you kidding me? And I never. Got the whole that's details. fucking wild. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, it's <laughs> the Forrest Gump of fucking yeah. <laughs> of gay Hollywood fucking yeah. golden era fucking cinema. Yeah, got a fight. The best part about he was uh, he worked on uh, airplanes out here. He worked in some kind of like airplane factory, and um, 
This is this is how they did things in the old days. So he was like the chief safety inspector or something like that. So the way they, they he, he was the last guy in in line to make sure that everything worked in the plane. And the way they tested it was they he went up in the plane with a pilot for the first flight of the brand new plane and they turned off all the electronics in the air and then they went to turn it back on and if he made a mistake and it didn't turn back on, they died. That was it. That me? was quality control in the 40s, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, isn't that great? Every time he went up they're like, "I hope we put everything together right." But we're in big trouble. Yeah, I love that story. <laughs> Luke's audience is like, his grandpa was too goddamn good at his job. <laughs> yeah, no shit. We'll audience. Yeah. We'll be listening to this idiot. My grandparents went to see uh, Don Rickles in Vegas one time, and my grandma has such a crazy, funny laugh that she just laughing the whole fucking show. And she laughed so much that Don Rickles sent a bottle of champagne over to the table after the wow, show. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. And then, um, remember, uh, you know, Penn and Teller? Yes. Which is the guy who doesn't talk? Teller. 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 So same thing, my grandparents, same couple, go to Vegas for a Penn Teller show. My grandfather is deathly fucking blind. And uh, they, they uh, pick a person in the audience. My grandfather thinks it's him. And like, no, 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 not you, not you. And like, he keeps coming up because he, he's just fucking you know, blind as shit. So the guy, uh, Teller, who doesn't talk, goes over to me and goes, no, 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 sir, not you. <laughs> like, he got Teller to talk. Huh. <laughs> he's like, Go over there and tell her. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Hey, there are you. Yeah. I love, I love what a piece of shit your grandma is. She just let him go up there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck him. Go for it, Sal. Stupid ass. He wants to go up there. Let him go up there. How great would it be if fucking Peter Laurie was blowing Grandpa Luke? Like, oh, Luke's God, grandpa. Hilarious. That'd be good. Just <laughs> be a better story than him just leaving. I think he met him in a bar or something like that, too, and he just like put his arm on him. And he was like, don't touch me, motherfucker. And he laughed or something. That's how my grandpa talked. It'd be funny if your grandpa was like uh, Willem Dafoe in Boondock Saints. I never saw that, that that's fucking. What Eric's like basically. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that fucking movie. Yeah, but that's it. You hate that movie? I fucking can't stand Boondock. We were just—I was just what, talking about this last night at like Cam's here? house. Yeah, I hate when people say that to me. Why? Just because I'm outspoken about things I don't like doesn't mean I don't like anything. I just said I love fucking Django and Change, one of my favorite fucking movies I ever and saw. And Joker. And Joker. And Joker. That's right. Okay. So there's two. <laughs> Well, you're very uh, vascular right now. A lot of, Thanks, lot man. of veins going on. Out again. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah, Jesus. Tell all the fucking hot chicks you know, too. Don't yeah, come over how's, here. Uh, how's the game been Turn since you've been back in L.A.? Doing all right. What happened? i got to be careful because a couple people, someone, I don't know who's going to listen to this. So, no. uh, Nobody. As far as Nobody. that goes, uh, nothing. I've been a very uh, straightforward. Wow. <laughs> Glass is shaking. Ice cubes rattling. Yeah. I'm doing all right. I, I'll tell you this. The seventh month spell is over. Hey, oh, wow. seven months. It, it didn't end while you were in Florida. That's when, it, yeah, that's when it ended. Yeah, you that's the same. Fuck a chick in a park. Yeah, I fucked her. Yeah, first wow. date. She met me in a dark park, and we fucked. I fucked her against the fence. Florida, and, and I came in her, and she wasn't on birth control. Man. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, you are old enough Some to be Florida a shit. I know, but I no one. They never believe me when I tell my age. I always get like thirty. You just 32. turned forty, didn't you? Forty-one. 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 Look how good I look. God, you look huh? great. You look so great, so Thanks. young. Your little sh- yeah, church shirt. Do a walk. Nice. What forty one year old can do that? Nobody. I just kicked my foot over my head. Yeah, but most of them just have like careers or something. Jesus. Yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> yeah. I got one. It just sucks. Camera guy. I yeah, I was afraid he wasn't gonna come back from Florida. So yeah, was I. Me. So was I. So was I, if you remember. <laughs> you are reckless. I still don't know if he'll stay, though. Really? Neither do I. Come on. Come on. I don't know, man. Come on. I don't know this fucking town. I, uh, 
This is the state, this town. I'm going to miss you in your motorcycle. Yeah. We'll you see. This is a fucking hell of a year. I'm taking it a week at a time just like everybody else. Yeah. Anything can happen. You know what I'm saying? Well, on that note, um, it was sour. A good time to wrap it up. Yeah. I think this is a good place <laughs> to stop. <laughs> Guys, thanks for having us. Uh, thanks for having me on. My favorite podcast. <laughs> thanks for coming oh, this on. Is so great. I missed it. I missed the show. You better fucking keep it going on the reg. You know what I just yeah. found out today? Speaking of potential guests, Joe, I just randomly said to Joe, I was like, Joe, what does your dad do for a living? Menente. You know what his fucking father did? He was a painter, an artistic painter on campus. I was like, no what? Way. The, the whole room was like, what? Because he said painter, and I, and I just figured, like, you know, industrial painter. He's like, no, no, like, paint, like, uh, like, painted pictures. And I was like, holy shit. That would have been the fucking last thing I ever would have imagined. Joe Menente's dad was a fucking artsy painter. I was like, oh, yeah, like, dude, we have to talk about that. this. Holy so fuck. He, he's got to be fucking wealthy then. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't, most painters don't seem like they make a lot of money. Joe, he just doesn't seem like a guy that would be the son of a yeah. fucking dude that's just like oh, he's a dock yeah. worker or something. Like, Joe, Joe was born Menente, on a dock. Yeah. Joe Menente is like the Willy Wonka chocolate factory. It's like nobody ever goes in. <laughs> nobody <laughs> ever goes out. Yeah. Nobody Have him on. Jay's a good guy. Him. I love when Joe's on the podcast. I plugged this show at the mic, by the way. And everyone went, oh, I didn't yeah, a podcast. A couple people were like, Cole Alexander was there. He better be listening. Hi, Cole. Any hot chicks? Love that Joe. Well, Luke. Luca. Social media again. Anything oh, coming out of any Zoom goodness. shows? Plug the Zoom shows. At Uncle Luke too on Instagram at Alan Laughter or Luke Laughter Alan on Twitter. I got a show Monday, July seventh, seven nice. o'clock. It's ten dollars. I just found out. Jesus, if anyone wants to come, I'll pay the ten dollar ticket. It's at Witch's Brew on Parthenia. All right, Mon- Monday, Monday, July seventh at seven o'clock. Eric, give it to us. Uh, Comedy dot com. You can find uh, all my social media stuff. Uh, no shows coming up that I know of. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not funny enough yet. Apparently, Luke's Luke's got the right people being in his corner. Yeah, I, I ain't got nice. enough. That's the most important. If you're not funny scene. enough, uh, see, <laughs> <I'll punch it> <laughs> guys, that's uh, that's the that's the show. Thanks I don't for hate in. women. We appreciate it. Eric does not, <laughs> Eric does not hate women. I was waiting for it. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate the listen, and uh, we will see you next time. See you now. Oh, and we're out. Oh, pause button. The stop button. Right there.